You're listening to the Northfield Podcast with your host, Caleb Gordon, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Hang on and buckle up. You're about to enter the Northfield Nation. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. Um, I, I, this morning early, I was out, and I, it's in Oklahoma, it's very cold here today, it's, and it's going to get colder over the weekend. Um, it was about 14 this morning as I was out of my truck, and I was I was on my way to grab some coffee to bring it back to the house to, to grind up some coffee and make some coffee this morning. And um, as I was driving out, there's a there's a main thoroughfare in our town that there's a bridge, and they've been working on this bridge for a hot minute getting it done. And uh, they're redoing it. It was an older bridge, and they're they're fixing it, and making it accessible for us to be able to to, to move across um, the, the city. And I got to thinking about it. Um, there there's a there's been an assault on the idea that, that of masculinity, and, and our, our desire, our need for men. There's there's people in certain realms of education, entertainment, news, social media, who are trying to champion the idea that we do not need men. And we we are, uh, if we do have men, we need just this overly effeminate, just non-toxic man. And it, it got me thinking, if we don't have men who are willing to do hard things, who are willing to sacrifice, who are willing to step into arenas that are difficult, our entire society is going to fall apart. Um, I don't see the feminist running into the idea saying, hey, I, I want to go build that bridge. I want to get out there in the 13 degrees with just tons and tons and tons of layers on to get out and build that bridge. They don't want to do that but they'll drive their cars across the bridge when it's finished. They'll be thankful that that bridge was completed. They'll be grateful that that was completed, right? <laughs> if we don't have men who can do hard things in our world, our world will fall apart. If if somehow miraculously every man died instantly, And the world was left with only women. It would be just a few weeks before the society as a whole would break down completely. It just would. Um, You need men to build the infrastructure. Think about everything that we have. Everything. The cell phone towers that you use to talk on your, your cell phones. Um, the, I mean, the machines that make the clothes that we wear, everything that you use on a daily basis was somehow constructed primarily by men. Now I'm not saying that women can't do certain things. They, they, they can't, they can get in there and they can, they can work and do those things, but you don't see women building bridges for the most part. Occasionally, I, I, you're going to have an Oompa Loompa every once in a while. But the majority are men. And if you don't have men who are able and willing to step into the, into the spaces and create and build this stuff, 
um, your society is going to fall apart. The same thing goes for the church. If you don't have men who are willing to step in and and read the text, study the text, do the hard work of understanding the original language and the text that we have in front of us, your church is going to fall apart as well. Your church is going to fall apart as well. And this is the reason I believe we see the church in the state that it's in. Um, Doug Wilson just had a podcast out and he said, um, most preachers like the idea liked the idea of being a preacher because it was an indoor job that didn't require heavy lifting. I mean, same thing goes for uh, David Bonson said uh, that most preachers don't preach on hard work because most preachers don't work hard. And and hard teaching produces, or I'm sorry, let me let me back it up. Soft teaching, which most I mean, you listen to most of the preachers today, there's we're not talking, we're not going hard against sin. We're not talking about um, the the need for the repentance of sin and and the and the full abandonment and the following of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have the soft sort of kind of mamby pamby teachings about the things of Jesus. He was a good teacher. He was a good example. He was this, which those are true, but he's also the king, and the king demands obedience. The king demands your worship. And when you don't teach these kinds of things, you create hard-hearted people. But here's the beauty of the of this is the this is the amazing thing about biblical Christianity. When you teach on hard things and you teach hard against sin, that produces soft-hearted men and women. We need men who are willing to step into the pulpit and do the hard work of studying the text and doing what is necessary and saying what is necessary in order to produce soft-hearted people. If we are not producing hard teachings from the Word, if we're not cultivating out of the text the hard things that set, tell us, don't be sexually immoral. Don't covet. Don't commit idolatry, right? Don't do these things. Pursue faith. Pursue love. Pursue godliness. Pursue holiness. Like that's that's the idea in Second Timothy. Second Timothy gives us this um <laughs> this idea here and of of getting rid of verse 22, Second Timothy 2 22, flee from youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with all those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. So the the calling here is to run from immorality run from sexual sin, run from pride, right? And if we're not, but we're not teaching on those things. We've got teachers and preachers who are jumping on board for Pride Month and all these other things that are happening in, in culture, right? What are, what are we doing? We're, we're producing soft or hard-hearted people by pushing out soft teaching. And this I keep saying, I'd rather be uncomfortable for a few moments about my sin in this life and repent of my sins and follow the Lord Jesus Christ than to 
ignore and not have my life be uncomfortable and then die and have an eternity of uncomfort or discomfort because that's that's where i believe the bulk of people are heading the bulk of people are going into the or heading towards in the in the direction of eternal discomfort because they don't want to be uncomfortable here and now um yeah, I, I think we need to to really truly reevaluate our stances and and do what Jesus tells us to do. The kingdom of God is at hand. Mark chapter one, verse 15. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent of your sins and believe the gospel. That's the hope. That's our only hope. So I started all this out just by, you said, Caleb, how did you grasp all that? What did you, what in the world? How did that go? You saw some people working on a bridge and that's where it got you? Yeah. Men who are willing to do hard things create an environment that is incredibly accessible and easy to use. If we don't have men who are willing to do hard things, we are no longer, we're going to have an incredibly difficult time getting around and doing what we need to do. The same thing goes in the church. If we have men who are in the pulpit teaching, thus saith the Lord, about cultural issues. Yes, is it going to be difficult in the interim? Like it's a pain waiting to get across that bridge. But when it's finished, when that bridge is done, guess what? The ease of being able to go over that bridge is going to be incredibly, it's going to be amazing, right? So what's our calling here? We need men who are willing to step into the pulpit and do the hard work of teaching biblical text. And then the soft-heartedness that is produced from that creates an environment where men and women will thrive. Men and women will 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 absolutely be in a position where they will we they will um understand the things of God and they will follow him with with a whole heart. That's what we need today. That's what our culture needs, that's what our world needs. And forget I had Caleb Moore on the podcast yesterday. Golly, let's, I am I'm at the point where I just politics are driving me nuts. Listen, all the majority of the politicians are, are pagans. They, they complain that they got Christian values and whatnot, but they're you know sleeping with their boyfriends before they go to the prayer breakfast. I mean, that's that's the kind of Christian morals that we have. Repent and believe the gospel. We need to get away from the pagan uh, views of the world around us and we need to realign ourselves with the biblical context okay i love y'all hope your weekend is fantastic stay warm Three, two, one.